Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith! A game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. Be like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! Leon Dreisaitl right circle! No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action! This is NHL overtime! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 joining you. Uh, the boys are in town. They rolled in yesterday on a day in which uh, a Canadian sporting icon, many of you grew up with him in the pop shop days. He's one of the first commercial endorsers. I know that we had Eddie Shack on uh, last year's uh, summer edition of uh, Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. The Monday edition of our show, and it is indeed jam-packed. Hope you had a... Uh, Solid weekend. We're about to get started. We're going to have preseason, uh, well, one pre-tournament. I don't even know what we're going to call this game tomorrow night. Uh, Jack Michaels and myself on the Oilers Radio Network, along with Reed Wilkins and Rob Brown. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames tomorrow. Jack and myself worked on the... Uh, Twitter's webcast on Saturday, which uh, gave many of you an opportunity to see uh, uh, the guys in action. The teams have moved into the hubs. The Oilers actually skated this morning out of the Twitter Rec Center. That is a closed practice as part of the bubble. Uh, speaking of the bubble, and I'm going to get Brendan to retweet this as well. 
just put it out uh comprehensive piece written and we're going to allude to some of this uh many of you have had a lot of answers as fans you want to know well how does this whole thing work uh for the teams the players and that sort of thing an outstanding piece with lots of information uh written by uh mike russo out of uh, uh the athletic in in uh in minnesota mike russo's got one of the biggest followings of any uh, american-based writer and uh he obviously uh worked his uh worked his uh, resource as well this is orders now it is brought to you as always by digitex buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office it on uh and supplies coming up on today's show we'll hit a bit on uh, the last scrimmage game that took place on Tuesday. Here's some comments from Oilers head coach Dave Tippett, as well as a quick clip from Corey Crawford, who is indeed traveling with the Chicago Blackhawks. He admitted uh, that he did have COVID, and that's why he was absent from camp. Um, at uh, 12.35 today, John Shannon, our NHL insider, 105. Oilers general manager Ken Holland will join us on Oilers Now. 105 today, 6.30 Chad's uh, Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports and the Oilers Radio Network. Of course, you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Okay, here we go, Brendan. I sent brand new scripts over on Friday. I should have looked at this before. The River Cree back up and at them with over 1,350 slot machines. Uh, they've got the brand new Italian restaurant. They've got multiple dining locations in the River Cree, including... Italia. Uh, the River Cree is now 100% smoke-free. The River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement Bet on. You, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. Brendan, how was your, uh, your Friday off? Did was, you get out of town for a couple days? No, sir. I spent it in the tattoo chair, as a matter of fact. Long what? day in the tattoo chair, so I got a little link for the next time you see me. Oh well, yeah. uh, is it is it in a noticeable spot? Yes, it is. <laughs> right did you get it right on your arm. face? No, I. <laughs> Come on. Did you, did you? Well, Mike Tyson did. I mean, <laughs> Mike Tyson fights for a living. He hasn't been fighting lately. Uh, did you hear about he, that comeback though? He's, yeah, he's yeah, him and Roy Jones. He looks good. He looks really good. Yeah, there would be guys that I might want to avoid trading with. There, 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 trust me, there's a couple guys out there where I'm like, yeah, that guy doesn't scare me. Yeah, Mike Tyson, that guy scares me. I'm, I'd have to think. Tw- I don't know about the listeners out there. You can uh, text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Give me a couple guys you wouldn't want to square up and fight. Mike Tyson for me might be one one of those guys uh anyhow uh fun stuff you can text us at any time so you got some new ink so so you're basically telling me you took the show off to get some ink done is that right you can't do that like after two o'clock no it's a, i said i was in the chair for seven hours that's a whole day it's a whole i'd had to take the day off work well so you got a sleeve done is that what happened yeah, it's is starting that, starting is, one yeah. is that what the kids call it they call it a sleeve a sleeve that's right there we go all right today's top story brought to you by gray rock exteriors mother nature wreaks havoc on your home book your free no obligation inspection today visit gray rock exteriors uh ca and again uh the oilers practicing there now these practices during this stretch right now are currently not open to the uh media uh the training camp practices were and uh they were by the way they were very well run the zoom calls were very well run as well uh the oilers had their final scrimmage on Saturday, Darnell Nurse uh, did not uh, play in that scrimmage. The first period 
and I think it's a back, but don't quote me. We might actually have uh, more idea coming up. Now, I, I'll tell you, there's currently an NHL broadcaster's call taking place today uh, as we speak, and uh, the Oilers also have a Zoom media availability uh, today at 12.30, so you might have some information coming out. But early in the game on Saturday, uh, the orders Riley Sheehan looked like he tweaked something, and I thought it was a, a back issue. But I'm not going to speculate too much. It looked to me like it was sort of a core problem, and he was trying to finesse himself off the ice. He did not return. Final three shifts of the game, the Oilers' Kyler Yamamoto uh, awkwardly fell. He stayed on the bench. It appeared to be okay. Yamamoto has been a key. You know what's been really interesting, Brendan, for me in all of this? Um, th- the fact of the matter is there's been challenges in terms of trying to get, uh, uh, you know, you know, we've made some comments here, obviously, about Broberg. And the practices are not open to the fans. Uh, they have been open to the media. Um, there's some bloggers out there that do some excellent work running analytics and numbers. And But I, but I do get a chuckle when people that have got actual access to come down and watch practice or watch scrimmage aren't there but criticize what gets said by other people that are actually there. You would have had to, you know what, it would have been impossible. The Oilers scrimmaged Saturday and Sunday a week ago. They scrimmaged again Wednesday night, and then they scrimmaged again on Saturday. Now, the scrimmage on Saturday was a webcast, so a lot of you would have had a chance to have watched that online. If you had been at any of the four scrimmages, and I was at all four of them, if you'd been at them, the first thing you would have noticed was that Philip Roberg really, um, you know, really stuck out for how, how good he looked. And I got a chuckle from some people. Oh, it's just, it's just a scrimmage or it's the point is this is different than in the fall when you have like 55 or 60 players there. I mean, the Oilers only had 28 skaters there. They had 10 defensemen there and you know, I, I know that Mark Spector wrote a piece saying basically that Broberg looked like he'd moved past uh, Evan Bouchard based on scrum. That's because Speck was actually there. So he's he's kind of making, you know, and uh, again, the, some of you would have watched the webcasts on Saturday. It would have been impossible not to have noticed how good Philip Broberg looked. And so I, I got a chuckle at, at some guys who, who actually had the opportunity to come down, but apparently... Uh, you know, for whatever reason, I mean that's their prerogative. They didn't make it down, but I, I think you got to kind of trust the assessment of people that are in the actual building watching it, and maybe talking to the key and critical people in the organization. I, I'm here to tell you that Broberg wasn't better than just a couple of the defensemen. He was better than a bunch of the defensemen. It doesn't mean he's going to play, but again. He looked really good, and it was funny seeing sort of during the course of the afternoon on Saturday on Twitter how many other people kind of, wow, he, you know, he, I mean, he scored a great goal on a setup. Ethan Bear of the Oilers' top four defensemen looked the best in the short camp. And Broberg of the Oilers' young developing defensemen looked the best. Um, you know, ironically, Sheehan, and again, we don't have an update on him, but he, if you watch practice on a day-by-day basis, I would assert to you that Jujar Kara's line looked better than Shan's line if you were down there on a regular basis. And again, for the for the fans that don't have access 
I get it, right? Like, but for for media that do have access to that, it's pretty interesting that some guys chose to comment when uh, they they can't they can't seem to to find their way down there. Uh, again, you can text us it, but. We're allowed to have difference of opinion. That's kind of how it works. So uh, the top story is we got a preseason tilt tomorrow night. It's 8.30 puck drop. The Edmonton Oilers and Calgary Flames. I think there's a chance Darnell Nurse will play. I don't know yet on Riley Sheehan, and we might have more clarity coming up just after 12.30 when Dave Tippett does a uh, media availability. The top story is brought to you by Grey Rock Exteriors. Mother Nature wreaks havoc on your home. Book your free no-obligation inspection today. Visit grayrockexteriors.ca. To the orders now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where savings meet saving, or safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Dave Tippett uh, did a availability after Saturday's scrimmage. There was no media availability yesterday, and there was no media access to the orders practice out at uh, the Twilliger Rec Center today. Dave Tippett had this to say in getting the team up to game speed. We feel like we've scrimmaged so much. We've, we've talked about, you know, different things we want to try to accomplish. You've got a, a team in Calgary who we know well, obviously, but I think both teams are going to go in there and really try to concentrate on, on getting their game in order. You want to do things that allow you to get your team up and running. You recognize your opponent, but both teams got bigger fish to fry than that game on, on Tuesday night. So you'll use it to uh, make sure your team's in order going into game one. Tippett then added an additional comment about the fact as the Oilers go into the bubble that they're uh, into the bubble that they're becoming a closer group. To win anything, you've got to be a good team, not just on the ice, but you've got to you've got to care for each other and make sure that you're pulling for each other, and and that builds a good team. You know, you have to you have to do the right things on the ice, but you have to have a team off the ice also that uh, with chemistry and and how you go about things. So, I like our group that way. I think our group has really grown. Um, you know, coming from some adversity the year before to this year, as we've gone on throughout the whole year, I think things have continued to uh, to get where they've molded together and really become a tight group. Um, you know, I look at the Colby Cave situation. Unfortunately, at the end of the year, that was another thing. I think it's bonded the group even closer together. So uh, I like where we're at that way. I, I think we do have a close group. I think they... Uh, you know, there's different times when maybe we don't play well or, or not practicing hard enough. And it's amazing how from the start of the year to now, they recognize it way before I can get to them and say anything about it. So that's a, that's a sign of a good tight team. They, they know what uh, is expected. They know what expected from each other. It's not me saying it's It's what we have to do to play it well as a team. So I, I like where we're at there. There's a lot of accountability in there. They like each other. They want to play hard for each other. And people know their roles, and, and everybody feels a part of it. And Dave Tipp had also added an additional comment about the difference between preparing for perhaps a five-game series versus a seven-game series. You're probably saying a lot of the same things going into the series, but uh, obviously a start in the series is uh, the start has can have a big impact on it. Your, your room for error is less, so you want to make sure you're starting uh, – right from the first game, you know, playing well. So there's not a lot of room for error. You know, you go into it, there's going to be, uh, you know, anything can happen. There's injuries, there's adjustments in play, just seeing where people are. You know, there's a lot of factors that will go into play that you'll, you know, you. I think you really dissect on, on what your team is doing, who's playing well, who might not be. 
you have somebody else that might be a better fit there. So all those things will come into play. And uh, in a five-game series, the urgency is ramped up because you're if you spend too much time uh, waiting for somebody to come around, it might be too late. All right, that's Dave Tippett. Now, the Oilers' opponent is the Chicago Blackhawks. There are a lot of questions about Corey Crawford. He made it to the ice on Saturday. He has flown into Edmonton. Brendan was able to dig up this clip. Uh, this is Corey Crawford on his COVID test and absence from the camp. I tested positive for, for COVID, so, um, you know, I've had to quarantine in my place here in Chicago for the last few weeks. Um, so uh, that, that was the... That was uh, the case for my my absence at camp, and um, excited to be back. Um, I'm gonna try and uh, get into it as quick as possible, and and try and get that uh, game shape back. All right, and again, uh, just want to put a shout out to the work that Mike Russo did from the Athletic, a guide to the Wilds bubble, an inside look at the NHL setup in Edmonton. A lot of you have had a lot of questions, and to be frank with you, I personally haven't had all of the answers on this, uh, mainly because a lot of this stuff was sort of done in concert with the National Hockey League, and I didn't have privy to some of the information, but a, a terrific detailed piece I would highly recommend. Uh, of course, you need an athletic subscription uh, to to uh, access it, but it, it talks about the various different things. I know we've had people ask, well, how does the restaurant situation work or how many people in the traveling party and how do you get the equipment to Edmonton and all that kind of stuff. And there, there's an incredible, you know, what happens on the team's flights? How do the teams travel? I will tell you that during the season, you know, we, we travel in suits and we have the same um we have the same uh, flight attendants all season long, a little bit different situation in terms of what's happening with COVID. So for real detail, and it is detailed, it talks a bit about the testing and how that's going to work over a thousand tests. And uh, when, that's where we're going to go next year when we get into NHL today, because there was a bit of an update on that front. But it was an excellent piece written by Mike Russo. It's just moved in the last hour, and I know we tweeted it out from the Oilers Now account. So at this time, uh, we are going to go into NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromotionalMarketing.com, back at the 630 Chad Studios, and starting with an update on the league's COVID numbers, here's Brandon Escott. So we had just two positive COVID tests in the first week of NHL training camps, the NHL announcing zero positive COVID tests last week. So over that two-week span, more than 4,200 tests were done on over 800 players, and only two of them came back positive. All 24 teams are now secured in the bubbles as well. Uh, John Chaka has terminated his contract as general manager wow. of the Arizona Coyotes on the weekend. Three years left on that deal. They hired Chaka in May of 2016, making him the youngest general manager in North American sports history at just 26 years Years old. Steve Sullivan was named the interim uh, replacement. You might remember the league is currently investigating the Coyotes franchise for alleged recruiting violations, but nothing has been said tying those two different facts together. Uh, we heard about Leafs legend Eddie Shack passing away on Saturday, 83 years old. He played parts of 17 NHL seasons from 1958 to 1975, was listed at number 68 on the 100 greatest Leafs of all time, and Jeff Jets legend and Hall of Famer Dale Howarchuk is battling another bout of cancer. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice 
the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He had just finished what they thought was the final round of chemo back in April for stomach cancer. Evidently, that was not the case. Uh, Eddie has texted us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 1225. Hi, Bob. Mike Tyson is scary. Who in their right mind would want to fight uh, him? He says, cracking the first beer of the day out at uh, Michelon Lake. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, you're off to a good start. Um uh, this text comes in, Bob, I listened to your broadcast on Saturday. Jack is in playoff form. So are you. I donated to Colby's charity. I encourage all of the Oilers Now Nation to match a $10 a month donation. Let's make it uh, uh, happen. Well, and again, that was that was a touching thing. And as a result, I mean, I thought, frankly the the play and it was a scrimmage tended to be you know when you're when you're calling a game like that um there's a little bit of storytelling that you need to circle back to and i thought jack did a, a real good job in that regard but it did uh you know made things a little bit muted uh it was great seeing uh like uh anyways but a good time on uh uh, Saturday and the last four scrimmages uh, for me, uh, just for those wondering on Evan Bouchard, I thought there was a step forward for him over the course of the second week on the Wednesday and Saturday scrimmages from the Saturday and Sunday scrimmages the week before. Bob, the Coyotes are a joke. How can the NHL continue to allow them to operate in a location that clearly doesn't care about the team or hockey? Just stop. That one comes to us from KDK. I would suggest that uh, the NHL's invested a lot of time in that market. It's a big TV market in the U.S. Uh, off to a global news weather traffic update with David Bowles. And when we come back in Oilers Now, John Shannon. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.